Hey, Feasters, and welcome to episode 161. Do you want to know how to get clients to say yes? Of course you do. And so did a coaching client of mine. And I'm going to deep dive into that conversation in today's episode. Welcome to the Ask Rez podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm here to help you get past those bumps in the road, those struggles, those things that hold you back from building an amazing and profitable freelance business each and every single day. In business, there's this scenario that's created up front during the sales process that essentially puts two parties on opposite sides of the table. But the reality of that is, is that both parties want the same thing, success for the project. When the objections start popping up, I like to bring this up in the midst of the conversation. I simply share something that I've said for years, and it's this. I want to get you where you want to be as efficient as we can together. We are both working towards that same goal and are both successful when that goal is met and even exceeded. I had a one-hour coaching session with someone who I got permission to share the context of this conversation and the details of my response to that question on the show where she wanted to, you know, she wanted to learn a little bit more about how to answer objections of clients and leads and get them to commit, but not just in email, but also in face-to-face conversations. Well, the first thing that I said to her was that you need to come to the conversation without bias, right? The simple reason is, is that they've more than likely been there before. Maybe not to the extent of the service or the exact solution that you are offering, but the internet is now 20 plus years old and no doubt they've had their business website up and running before. When you come into the sales conversation, you should meet the lead where they are, not from where you are. Don't assume anything. Don't assume that they had a great relationship with a past vendor. Don't assume that they know what it's like to even get a proposal or what to do with it nowadays. Don't assume that they know what the words mean that are coming out of your mouth. Don't assume that they even have the most basic of information like who their host is. This is why it's so important to get out in front of some of these early questions, these basic questions, by way of your project brief or your project application. If there's information that you need to better present your solution and you can get that information by a simple online form someplace and allow the lead some time, oftentimes it's only a few minutes to gather this information, then do it. This is being empathetic to them, right? You don't want to put them or make them feel bad. You don't want to put them on the spot with a question that they know they can answer if they just had a few minutes to look it up. Now, objections are your opportunity in any conversation to make a deeper connection and build trust with that person to ultimately solve their problem. This is where in that limited time that you have already interacted with this person to build that trust up even further. So when you start to hear objections or start to feel them becoming a bit more apprehensive, come from a place of empathy and understand what their concerns are. Why are they apprehensive and not ready to say yes and start the project right now? 
What I've found to work is to start asking honest and genuine questions around exactly what it is that the client wants to wants done. You want them to actually use the words that they have in their head to explain what it is that they want you to do. They'll often say something that's a little bit out of bounds here. Chris Dew from the future worded this best when he said, ask them back for clarity. As Chris puts it, they'll respond with something that's really ridiculous. The idea here is, is that you want them to verbalize it because when they do, it'll hit them, especially as a business owner, that it's just that it's ridiculous, plain and simple. Just get them to state what it is that they have in their mind by asking questions and restating back what you hear. The key part to this is ask and shut up. Let them answer and allow them to see that the request they have may be slightly unreasonable. And by unreasonable, I mean it's usually that they want a lot for a little bit of money. Now, in that moment, you know that they're risk averse. It's now your job to lower that risk. I've talked before about how you can lower the risk by scaling back and lowering the risk is one of the best reasons why you want to niche down or specialize your business. I'll put both of those links in the show notes. So you can definitely go back and listen to that and how you can lower risk. But in this moment, you want to express your empathy to the situation. If you know that they've had a difficult time with a previous vendor or that their solution or their ask is a big chunk of, it's going to result in a big chunk of money coming your way and leaving their pocket, restate that by simply saying, I understand and can appreciate your experience with the past developer, but here's how. The big mindset shift you need to make is to look at objections as opportunities. You should get as excited about an objection as you do when someone sends you a brand new referral. Sales is not a you versus them scenario. Objections are just simply that point in time when you have a teammate that's down on themselves and you can come over, wrap your arm around their shoulder, and pick them back up with confidence. If you have a question, ask Rez, that's me, by leaving me a tweet at Rez on Twitter, or head on over to askrez.com and get over into iTunes and leave a review by asking your question. Until next time, it's your time to live in the feast. Music.